Welcome back to Reality Check Chat. This is our special indictment issue of Reality Check Chat podcast. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Liz Kearney. Judy Herschel is on vacation in the Outer Banks, having a wonderful time, I'm sure. But we couldn't resist not doing an indictment episode of our podcast. So Liz and I decided to do it. Liz, I was just reading about Jack Smith. I didn't realize some of the things that I was reading about him, his Brooklyn roots, his rule of law uh, focus all his life. And he also worked at The Hague for a while, which to me is great creds. I read someplace where they said, probably in the New York Times, that the Republicans have have a choice of rule of law, which has always been the Republican, you know, benchmark of, of a Republican was their focus on rule of law and, and national security or loyalty to the party. And of course, they've chosen loyalty to the party, and they want to pretty much blame uh, the Justice Department for not throwing Hillary in jail. <laughs> I read the House Republicans want to have Hillary Clinton hearings again. Oh, my gosh. I, can you imagine? I mean, don't they have like real work to do? You would just think they have real work to do. But no, she's not even a politician anymore. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's been years. She lost the election because of that friggin' FBI. <laughs> and the Justice Department is supposed to be, you know, non-political. Mm-hmm. And it's Trump's Justice Department that was so politicized. Right. Barr, who did you hear what he said on Fox? He was he pretty much threw Trump under the bus, didn't he? Yes, he did. That's that's surprising. He said he's toast. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, I read um, that John Bolton, you know, Bolton worked for the Attorney General under Reagan. Oh. And he said that the indictments were so carefully crafted that he said they were not as if you would throw everything at the wall to see what would stick. These right. were very carefully honed. So he thought Trump was toast as well. And I also read one of my favorite people on Twitter. I don't know his name. He goes by the Twitter handle of Angry Staffer. Oh, yeah. I think he started out. The, he he has all the inside on the inside side dope but he's very funny and very willing to share except his identity which i don't blame him <laughs> he said that 90 percent of, of the republicans want trump to go away but they're afraid they're afraid to say so out loud yeah they'd be glad to see him go but they're terrified of you know, speaking of having things stick to you and getting you know have monkey poo flung at them from by <laughs> trump <laughs> basically is he still a staffer i think so he has has a lot of inside information. He seems to have a lot of information about how the military works. I mean, without oh. sharing, you know, important secrets, unlike other people we might we might <laughs> right. mention. Right. But um, he seems to have the inside scoop on Ukraine and military equipment and personnel and things like that. But at one point he said he was going to identify himself, but then he decided that it's probably safer not to. Right. Because right. all the crazy people. And so it's just fine. He has, he has a he has a delightful Ask Me Anything program on Twitter every Friday night. And a lot of people jump on to, to watch the, the questions and answers. Yeah. It's so, so very helpful during all the Trump years. It's my understanding that Jack Smith, who was not expected to go to the arraignment did go to the arraignment i read that too yeah and i heard on npr that he no no he wasn't there of course this was from a reporter that was in an overflow room so she didn't see him but i guess he was there to support his his crew and isn't it interesting that former president trump doesn't seem to be able to get a lawyer for this (laughs) 
is to defend him on this. I mean, right? he had, Hillary was on Pod Save America, evidently, and they talked to her about the fact that the Republicans were saying how unfair it was. I mean, this false equivalency, like it was the same thing between uh-huh. what Trump did and what Hillary did, the mistake about the emails. And she said, I do think it's odd just let's say to the point of being absurd, how that is their only response to say that there's she, she was never held responsible. You know, they refuse to read the indictment. They refuse to engage with the facts. That's perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that has to be the case. They refuse to deal with the facts because the facts are that he put our country at risk. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you look at the indictment and it's true, which I'm sure it is, they didn't plant the documents, the classified documents, and he lays it out very carefully, Jack uh, Smith, mm-hmm. so that everybody could understand the me people mm-hmm. like me could understand what was going on here and and how serious the allegations are. I read every single word. I think every patriotic American should read every single word of that indictment. It's it's, it's readable. I found it very readable. And I've heard other pundits, and I read a lot of things. I read things on Twitter and the New York Times mostly, but people said it's probably worse than what's been made public. The things they revealed are the the least worst of the things that were revealed. And and maybe even discussing worse things would be too revealing. Does that make sense? No, not to me. Well, I mean, I've heard that there are worse documents, there there were worse leaks than were reported even in the indictment. And that even they were so classified and so top secret that they're too top secret to even discuss. Ah, okay. So I also heard that one of the problems, big problems with a trial of this sort is who is allowed to see these documents, who has the clearance. And they said Howard Trump and his lawyers won't have the clearance and neither will the jury. So it seems like those kind of documents that you're talking about can't be introduced. I mean, how can they be introduced in the trial if nobody can look at them? Right. And I've read, too, that that can be a problem because the defense is allowed to see the material presented against them. Right. If If they're not authorized to see it, what does that do to the trial and the trial process? Right. Well, I sure hate to see him wiggle out of this, too. (laughs) Right, right. Although I, well, wiggle out of it. Yeah, definitely. I would say to see him wiggle Mm -hmm. out of it. But I don't care if he doesn't go to jail. I know a lot of other people are interested in that. But to me, I I don't know. I read the disturbing idea that you can run for president from jail, like Eugene Debs did in the 1920s. Right. And what if he's reelected? He was the one writer I read about said he could start pardoning all the January 6th seditionists. Which he said he would do. Right. Can he pardon himself? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he could pardon himself. Yeah. He could pardon himself. Or, uh, there's one candidate for uh, for president. I forget his name. He suggested that all the Republican candidates make a promise that if they're elected, they will pardon Trump. Right. <laughs> I think that person who I can't remember who it is either mm-hmm. is trying to get people to sign a pledge. Right. Right. Yeah. Which I, I don't think they're going to do. Like you said earlier, though, Barb, it's like this used to be the party of law and order. Right. They're the exact opposite of that now. The what about ism that they're flinging. Right. You know, but what about about Hillary. Well, that doesn't matter what Hillary did. What was important here is that all the laws that Trump broke himself, putting the country at risk. And how many personnel did he endanger? We don't know. He endangered
tortured people, you know, spies, I don't know what the right, the right word for spies and CIA and intelligence yeah. community personnel. He, he endangered those people. Yeah. And not to mention the standing in the world that the countries that are hesitant to, they're going to be hesitant to trust the United States intelligence community, if, right. especially if he gets reelected. That would be a nightmare. Not being able to keep our secrets and not being right. able to keep our allies secrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. So let's talk about motive a little bit, because I've heard varying, well, two main ideas about his motive for switching the boxes around and trying to keep his mementos of top secret documents to show to people to say, look, I'm great, aren't I? Because I have these documents. But also a, another motive that has been thrown out there is revenge, like on Millie for some Iranian plan. I'm not sure how that how he that worked out, but that's what I've heard that he wants to get back at some people through these documents. Has oh. anybody ever thought that maybe he's selling them, selling him. I mean, he was all about himself when he was president. He didn't care about the country. So I I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. I've seen that idea bandied about too, that so many people had access to that compound. I, I Another pundit I read is Greg O'Lear. He has a nice substack pieces about Trump and democracy and life in the universe and everything. <laughs> And he pointed out that tens of thousands of people go through Mar-a-Lago. It's, a, it's basically a public place. You can rent the place. You can rent the ballroom for a prom, basically. And there, there was incidents of foreign nationals trying to get in. And all those ballrooms and those bathrooms are all wide open to anybody. And who knows? I, he suggested that the Department of Justice photograph of all the files falling out of the on the floor. Yeah. That could have been from somebody rifling through them who shouldn't have been. Yeah. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. And I've but- also seen the connection made between the time of Trump having these documents and the Saudi, I'm not sure, the Saudi, not the government, some Saudi fund gave Jared Kushner $2 billion to oh, manage. Yeah, right. I mean, that is basically, to me, a payment of some sort. You can't tell me it's not. Right. But let's go after Hunter. Right. <laughs> and like, like you said, they're going after Hillary's like hairdresser appointments on her private email server. <laughs> right. Or somebody said her yoga classes. That's um, right. It was yoga and hair, and hair appointments. Yeah. <laughs> the main difference is, and, and then they talk about Biden and his documents and mm-hmm. Biden's classified documents that were found in his office and his home or wherever they were found, they would still be hidden if it wasn't for him and his lawyers handing them over and saying, hey, we found these and allowing them to search his home and office for additional documents Mm -hmm. uh, and not find maybe finding one, I don't know, but no obstruction whatsoever. To to my understanding, Hillary didn't obstruct either, except Trump's always talking about where are those 30,000 emails that her aide deleted because they were personal or whatever. Right. I guess that could uh, be obstruction. I don't know. It's still, I, I, I love the phrase, what about ism? Yeah. What about? Well, yeah. she didn't sell stuff to the Saudi government. I mean, and it's, it's not, you know, as if, you know, the guy next to me and, and the guy speeding on the road got pulled over and I didn't, you know? Right. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not fair. 
Right. Uh, it's just, it is a dark time in America. I mean, it, I think all this BS, I think it, like you said, it weakens us. It makes us look weak to the rest of the world and to our adversaries. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know why they don't see it. Mm -hmm. I guess they don't care. I'm thinking that people are going to, I know that they say he's fundraising on this and this, that it, he has more of a chance of getting the nomination than before the Republican nomination. But people, I think more and more independents, I mean, Democrats aren't going to vote for him in a million years, but mm -hmm. independents and Republicans that voted for Biden, I can't see how they could say, well, this time it's, it's okay, you know, and especially if he gets indicted and for trying to overthrow the results of the election in mm -hmm. uh, Georgia. I can't yeah. see people saying, except for the diehards that conspiracy theorists that aren't living in the real world. Uh, I can't, I can't imagine people saying, yeah, well, let's just let it pass. He's okay. He did so much. It, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I did see a clip on, on, I was watching it, looking at my computer before this, I saw a clip from CNN and they read some rally recently. And they, there were some Trump supporters saying, I'm not reading no indictment. I don't need to read no indictment. He did great things for this country. I'm like, what are you talking about? How many people did he kill with his incompetence around COVID? I mean, just, just to pick one awful thing that he did. They painted a picture of Biden's migrant situation. Biden being the reason that we have so many migrants crossing over into this country. I don't think Biden's doing a great job on that, but it's not any worse than Trump. It's just that there are more people coming. And, you know, and we need some of those. We need some of those, those workers. I've heard them say that our, our population is getting older and we need more workers to fund Social Security, but they're payroll deductions. So I don't know. I keep seeing the, the Republicans saying the phrase they've weaponized, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. weaponized the Department of Justice. And of course, my own version of what about ism, what about Trump weaponizing all those aggrieved white people into marching on the Capitol on January 6th? Mm -hmm. That's the weaponization, too, in my mind. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's one. And by his rhetoric, uh, went after Black Lives Matter demonstrators mm -hmm. and called them criminals and calls migrants from south, uh, southern border criminals and mm -hmm. shithole countries like Haiti or mm -hmm. Africa, I forget where it was. They called them shithole countries. He wants Norwegians to immigrate. <laughs> Why would they come here? They have a great life. Oh, I mean, Norway. that's it. Yeah, exactly. Which I can, which I can migrate to Norway. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I don't so, know my what do you here. think about the the fact that Judge Cannon is? randomly uh -huh. assigned to this case do you think that well, was random or was it something else going well, i on? mean there it might have been random I mean, it could have been you know honestly random but there's several trump appointees in that circuit right well trump appointees is not necessarily a bad thing some of them are actual judges true you no know, and i think it was trump appointees that overruled her true when she called for mm -hmm. the special master that was ridiculous Oh, yeah, those stupid. I've also I've seen the idea of Manny to read stuff and don't write it down. I just things I read that she could be a real problem. She could drag this out into the primary season and then they can all start screaming, you know, election interference. And that's why I think Jack Smith got this out so early. He went out early and the, I read under there's a rule, the speedy trial, does they call the speedy trial act of 1974? They have to 
have the trial has to start within 70 days of your yeah yeah i read that so that gets him and i think it's august yeah yeah and so but to have so that he why he was i think so keenly focused on a speedy trial to get out in front of that election interference chatter but i think she the the judge cannon could be she could throw a wrench into this bicycle spoke And and then slow things down, which and then of course Trump always drags his feet and manages to drag his feet on, on court matters. So I, that could be a problem, I think. Yeah, she could drag this out but unless also, she recuses herself. I also saw a photograph of her in full Trump regalia, big hat and Trump like makeup on her face. That should shouldn't that that should make her she should recuse herself. I think. When was that? It was some recent photograph I came across. She was a Trumpy, uh, you know, a big Trump supporter. Well, yeah, obviously from her thing, but that was a recent photograph i think before she was appointed yeah 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 but yeah she should recuse herself yeah but you know they never do no i just hope he i just want to see him go away he's been bad for this country i was joking with friends uh, like-minded folks in town or he might he um defects to is it moscow or dubai where does he he end up (laughs) dubai (laughs) yeah he would never go to moscow uh it's too too cold. cold yeah Oh, the McDonald's shut down now in Moscow. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know. Do they play golf in, in Russia? I bet they do somewhere. Maybe on the on the Black Sea. I don't know. Yeah, it's just. I don't know why the Republicans aren't like taking advantage of this to say, you know, we can't support somebody like this. And and let's move on and get a candidate. They've got seventeen other candidates they can choose from. That are oh, running. no, really? Yeah, that many already. Eighteen of them. Clown, um, another clown car. I could not possibly tell you who the eighteen are, but you could think oh, of like Lord. six off the top of your head. Yeah, really, really fast. So I don't know, but I, I mean, aren't there? Aren't there? There used to be like rational Republicans. Is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So we don't know, at least I didn't hear what's going to happen. We're talking today on Tuesday, the day of the arraignment. I don't know what comes next exactly. Do you? Are there any dates? I didn't hear any dates except that, that 70 days rule. Yeah. They have to, uh, that's that Speedy Trials Act. Did they have to postpone or anything? No, did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not did not plead. He's coming back in two weeks. Because he didn't wasn't able to find a lawyer that I, I guess available in Florida. <laughs> His lawyer evidently wasn't a Florida lawyer. But I read mm-hmm. yesterday in the in the Times. I read that he was going to be there with this Woodward guy as his lawyer. So I'm thinking today when I heard that, wait, what? So the thing is, he could possibly plea. He could he could do a plea bargain? Really? Well, why not? He What's the Woodward plead. thing? He did not plead. Woodward is was the lawyer. I believe the the Stuart Woodward or something like that was the name of the lawyer oh. that I thought he had. But they said on the news mm-hmm. I heard that he's coming back in two weeks because he didn't have a lawyer to plead with. And I'm thinking maybe that was on purpose. Huh. So why didn't Trump's lawyers represent him? I mean, they could, right? He had trouble finding a lawyer, too. True. Yeah, he couldn't find. He had to rely on, you know, his old crony lawyers or whatever. I don't think he has a trial lawyer yet. Oh, I read a piece by a lawyer who explained what chaos this is. 
normally, like he said, all the very disparate lawyers don't communicate with one another in Trump world. And that in a real, in a real grown up court case, there'd be one major national firm in charge and they would be communicating with all the different pieces and they'd, there'd be one overarching firm kind of handling everything. But Trump can't do that because a respectable law firm won't go near him anymore. They know what a scumbag he is. <laughs> they say, right. you know, he stiffs lawyers, he argues, he he won't follow their advice, right. and his reputation precedes him, and they, he can't get a good lawyer. And he might, it, you know? what what he did to Cochran, no, what's his name? The guy that, that they have testimony from. Oh, right, 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 uh-huh. What is it? Is it Cochran? What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. The guy who, the guy who had notes. But that was another thing Jack Smith did. Jack Smith argued that that lawyer's notes were um, admissible. Usually the, the attorney-client privilege thing would it was sac sacrosanct. Yeah, and he tried to get him to help him commit the crime. So that's why they got to see his. Oh, cool. Notes. Yeah, very good. It's called it's called something. I forget. It's called I have a crush on Jack Smith. <laughs> <laughs> For being so good at this. Up there with Paul Krugman, of course. <laughs> All my little political crushes. He used to have one on yeah, no, Judge. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I, was, I still have his T-shirt. I bought his T-shirt when he was running for president. Oh. <laughs> this is my latest. Um, oh, I, I love Sheldon, Sheldon White House. I would love to have a White House in the White House. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Evan Corcoran. Yeah, Evan Corcoran. That, that guy, yeah. Yeah, he, he testified for over three hours before a federal grand jury convened by special counsel Jack Smith, who was investigating. I forget what that's called, where they can go around attorney-client privilege. The judge has to agree to it. The judge in Washington said, yes, you can do it. It's the crime fraud okay. exception. That's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why they were able to get testimony from Corcoran, yeah, who evidently <laughs> took extensive notes. They have that recording. I don't know how they got the recording, do you, of him saying... I don't offhand. Yeah. It might be helpful for people who, who want to read the indictment. New York Times has notes that you can, to help you go through it, but it's written for the lay person uh -huh. to, to be able to read it. I mean, I think that was on purpose by Jack Smith so that mm -hmm. everybody would know the seriousness of the crime and why would you not uh, mm -hmm. indict somebody who allegedly hid top secret documents from the government, not returning them to the government? Why would you mm -hmm. not indict somebody on those charges? Right. And the indictment also mentioned, um, it quoted Trump several times during back during his first campaign there were different quotes about how classified documents are important they, they should anybody who misuses them should be should be jailed and he also campaigned to have to change that law about classified documents that increased i believe it increased the penalty that's because he wanted ironic. hillary to be he wanted to right. lock hillary up well i guess they never found evidence i don't know he, he did he even try to get his justice department to to try hillary i don't i don't know i don't think i'm, I'm sure he instructed them to look for dirt I and mean, there wasn't any dirt to find right they might my understanding without doing a little digging but i don't think there was any dirt to find yeah, they're having trouble finding the dirt. Mm -hmm. And then they talk about the impeachments as if they were nothing, as if there wasn't any reason for those impeachments. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. that's just fluff. That's just a, what a normal president does. Oh, oh, they all do that. It's just politics. Yeah. It's just politics. <laughs> <laughs> they all, like, try to perpetrate a coup. I mean, come on. <laughs> nobody, wants to, nobody wants to be a loser. Right. 
Oh, this kind of, so if I'm thinking about our listeners, I'm sure there are no Republicans listening to us, but what do our listeners need to rebut their Republican friends and family? Read the, they should just ask all their friends, did you read the indictment? Don't take any BS. Did you read it? "Eh, But no, did you read it? (laughs) It's real easy to read. It's very straight. It's not like a difficult document. It's kind of long, but the long part is the description of all the documents. There's 31, is it 31 documents that they're they're discussing? And 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 you can kind of, you can kind of blow through that if you're, if you don't like to read. (laughs) But it's, it's not a hard thing to read. It's yeah. really not. I just looked at it and I said, oh, I don't need to read this. I know he's a he's a crook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go back now that you've convinced me that um, mm-hmm. since you called me unpatriotic, if I don't read it, uh, I'm going <laughs> to go back and skip, look at it. You can skip the footnotes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the citations. But I, I skip. I mean, I, 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 I read quickly and then I, I skim through it. But I, it was not a hard read. I don't think it was that hard. It was, it, of course, when you open a PDF, it's 49 pages. That's kind of daunting. But they're double spaced. It's not that long. All right. So we're going to recommend that. And also you can, um, as Liz said, just because you're pulled over for speeding doesn't mean everyone else that speeding is going to be pulled over. I mean, that's just not the way it works. The false equivalency of Hillary, that is not in any way, shape or form the same thing that Trump allegedly did Mm -hmm. with these documents. If he had returned everything, you know, in a timely fashion or even in any fashion, if he had returned everything instead of hiding stuff, this would not have happened. This is his own clumsiness because this would never have happened. He would have gotten away with it. And one of the charges is obstruction. Is that the one charge, um, he had told the FBI he had turned everything in and then he gets, um, not not Corcoran, but the, another lawyer to sign off and say that he did. And she didn't even, I don't think she even came and looked, but it's that he lied about that. And there was like this shell game that yeah. in the box here, there and back again. Yeah, a definite shell game. And Corcoran was the one that was going into to the room with a storage room as an actual storage room where the boxes were, not knowing that Nana had arranged to, you know, like move 64 of them someplace else before he, uh, Corcoran, went through them. Those are some things that you can say. False equivalency. Just because someone else you think did something and wasn't indicted doesn't mean Trump isn't guilty and shouldn't have been indicted. And don't forget the national security aspect of it, the threat to our national security, the threat to our possibly our allies' national security and our losing status in the world if we don't prosecute an ex-president who committed these kinds of breaking of the law. I mean, you know. And like you said earlier, there's the risk, too, of our allies not sharing information with U.S. because they don't trust us to protect that information. Exactly. I think that's very reasonable. Who can blame them? And who can blame them? Yeah. And there appears to be no real motive except, look at me. I can hold up a classified document. Oh, wait, don't look. You don't have clearance. It's it's crazy. It's It's just crazy. crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wants to, I don't know why he wants to be president again. It's not for the country. It's not because he thinks he's going to make the country better. No, I I think, again, I think, again, I 
think he thinks he's safe from prosecution if he's president. Oh, well, there's yeah. that. There, there's that. That's a big part of it. But um, that's why he'll try to drag this out. And Jack Smith wants to hurry it up because yes. they'll be screaming, you know, election interference if this drags on too long. But why didn't he just return the documents in a timely fashion? Exactly. Why not? You know, nobody can figure that out. Because he hates to abide by the law. He hates to be told what to do. Right. You know what's been bugging me, too? Is that all along, the intelligence community has known for a long time he can't be trusted. Why did they even bring him information in the first place? They knew he would misuse it. He wouldn't understand it. He wouldn't look at it. I just wonder, why did they keep bringing him stuff? That might be the law. Oh, darn. Right. <laughs> I, th I think it is the law. Okay. But I'm not positive, but I, I'm fairly certain it is the law. And, you know, sometimes evidently he would just like throw it on the floor and I don't want to see that or, you know, stuff like that. that one of those biographies of one of those grownups who had been in the room that if he thought he was being spoken to like a child, he'd get really mad. If they thought, if he thought they were condescending to him, he got really pissed off and pitched a little tantrum. I also read somewhere, it might have been on Twitter, I posed that question, why did they still bring him stuff? Someone suggested that they did bring him easy, like, you know, flipped you know, charts and graphs on big cardboard that he couldn't, like, grab and stash yeah. somewhere. <laughs> that reminds me when he <sighs> did the graph for the weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. She didn't want to be wrong. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't want to relive his presidency. That's a, that's a nightmare. I mean, I still can't believe he was president. I <laughs> it's been the whole time he was, and now almost four years later, I still can't believe this. How the hell was Donald Trump president of the United States? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't make or, sense, or but it's also very upsetting that he's going back to blame Hillary as if she didn't go through <laughs> enough by losing mm -hmm. an election that she should she should have won. Ah. No. And I mean, uh, people. I think she would have been. She would have been a great president. Yeah, she would. I think she would have been good at it. I know what an amazing. I, I remember on election night that night. I, I had a glass of a bottle of champagne ready. Uh, it, just, it just seemed inconceivable that she was going to lose to that clown. Right. And I was so excited for the first woman president. I was like so excited. Like I was in the returns. I'm like, this can't be happening. This is right. this is just not right. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, well, anyway, one of the worst mornings of my life. Yeah, pretty um, much. Or night, whatever, early morning. Yeah, it's still gruesome to think about. Listen, Liz, I want to thank you. I think we're going to wrap it up. I just wanted to thank you because you had recommended How the Word is Passed. You recommended yes. How the Word is Passed by yes. Smith. And I'm trying to find the subtitle, which is something about reckoning with slavery in America. Yes. But I don't have that exactly right. But anyway, I'm on the epilogue. So I wanted to thank you for mm -hmm. recommending that. And I recommend it to anybody that's interested in this topic, which every American should be. And that's the mm -hmm. history of slavery in this country and the foundational mm -hmm. history of slavery in this country, which is very sad. But uh, yeah, that we need to you know address, deal with, understand mm -hmm. as as best we can. Yeah, we should talk about some time. I would like to delve into reparations. I think it's a fascinating topic. I know it's it's a tangled mess. I think we need to talk about. I think it'd be a great topic of discussion. It is. It would be but a good now. Topic of, not now, no. And he yeah. doesn't really give it that much. He just gives uh -huh. it a little bit. You know, he just touches on it and then he runs. You know, that's yeah. It, it's a it's a hot mess, but I mean, I think it needs to be. We should tangle with it. And what does that even mean? 
I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean what people think, giving everybody 10 bucks or whatever. All right. right. So that's anyway. That's for another time. And so this was our indictment podcast. And our main sponsor is the Independent Democratic Women of Susquehanna County. Mm -hmm. We want to thank Carl Hagstrom for the our harmonica jingle and Amanda Cook for uploading our podcast once I've Mm -hmm. edited it. Mm -hmm. And we encourage you to invite your friends to subscribe and visit our website, realitychickchat.com or send us an email, realitychickchat at gmail.com. Anything you want to add, Liz? Oh, well, I just thank you too for your persistence <laughs> and keeping the podcast going and always having a lot to talk about and interesting topics. And thank, thank you, you for that and your editing of the, keeping us on track with Reality Check Chat. Thank you. All right. All right. Good night. Good night.